Three days into Blackhawks training camp, and a lot has happened. But we're going to try our best just to summarize things and get to what I thought were some of the biggest points. How's it going, Blackhawks fans? My name is Joe Brand. I will be doing pregame, postgame, and intermission hosting this year on WGN Radio. Could not be more thrilled to have that role this season. We'll get into that a little bit more. Just kind of want to jump right into it. So day one, Thursday, at Fifth Third Arena, Stan Bowman was first to take the podium because because, look, it's been a very busy offseason for him. He's reshaped this team. He's kind of accelerated this rebuild. He's mentioned why he's accelerated this rebuild, because some things just happened to come into place that he wasn't expecting to, like Duncan Keith's contract being able to be moved. Brent Seabrook, the same. A guy like Seth Jones becoming somewhat available, and then the Blackhawks capitalizing on it. And then, of course, Marc-Andre Fleury becoming available that really nobody saw. So a much different look Blackhawks team. So that's why there's so many things to address heading into this season and also just a lot of questions. So we'll try to answer them as best we can. We'll start off with Sam Bowman. Here's how he addressed the media in terms of all the competition that's going to take place in this Blackhawks roster with forwards, with defense, and even with goaltenders this upcoming year. This year, I think we've we brought in some players with NHL pedigree and who've shown they can play in the league and now we need the young players to push those guys and push them out of a, a spot and similarly those players have to step up and show that what they've done in years past is going to be good enough this year so competition being good has been a very common thing said during this training camp jeremy colleton has said it multiple players have said it. now granted it's been asked about a lot because a lot of these players are in a situation of maybe they could take a step forward and the question is are they going to or will they not Uh, But everyone seems to be on the same page that it's a good thing, and I think that's an easy thing to understand. But it just became so much more real when Jonathan Taves addressed it on that first day. I felt it out there today where it was quiet in the room a little bit before practice, and then there was, you know, guys were going hard today. I think there's a healthy level of competition when there's uncertainty, and I think that's a good thing. So everyone wants to test what they got. No one's taking anything for granted. So that's straight from the captain's mouth, saying things like the locker room is quiet on day one, and even the players feel like there is some sort of uncertainty. And Jonathan Taves, an uncertainty is something we'll get into in a little bit. I want to bring up something that happened on Saturday. Dylan Strom was moved from Group A to the Group B and C scrimmage. Now, Jeremy Colleton has told his team that he's going to be very clear on his intentions and giving opportunities to guys to move their way up the ladder. He said the groups are tiered. A, B, and C are tiered, but there is an opportunity to move up the ladder. And in Dylan Strom's case, move down the ladder. But here's what Jeremy Colleton had to say. We just got to be up front with everyone. We've told these guys, they were going to, the guys who were going to move groups, we told them so that they, it wasn't a surprise. They, they know kind of where they're at, and the reason they're moving back and forth is because they're, they're fighting for, for roles. So you know, it's up to them to make the most of it, and hopefully everyone does. That'll be great for our, our team and our camp is to have a higher competition and, and have guys uh, fight for everything they get. So again, there's the whole thing of competition being healthy for this team. There's the whole thing about... Uh, players getting their play elevated because of this competition. But I also just want to point out the transparency thing. I think that's huge for this Blackhawks team. And not only to be transparent, to tell the players, hey, we might move guys up, we might move guys down, but to actually do it. If you just kind of pose the threat, and I think threat's kind of a harsh word, but if you pose that idea and you don't act upon it, players might think that, okay, 
I'm going to be just fine no matter how I do in this training camp. And that just kind of shows how serious Jeremy Colleton is taking all this. Now, I will say, Dylan Strome being moved down to that group, he seemed... Not not even so much, I hate to use the phrase, like a chip on his shoulder, but he just seemed very determined to really make himself known in those groups. There was a couple of drills where uh, Dylan Strom had the puck right in front of the net, and he just shot it wide. And he went back after that puck. He was resilient on whoever was playing defense, and he did everything that he could to get the puck back. He centered it. There was another shot, then a rebound. He put it in the back of the net, and you just kind of saw a sigh of relief with a fist bump. There was a lot of determination from Dylan Strom in practice that at least I thought I saw on Saturday. So hopefully that can be uh, somewhat of a way to encourage Dylan Strom that he's moving forward and moving in the right direction. Something else I've kind of noticed, yes, the competition can be good, but it also seems like some players just feel the need to prove things, not to the coaches, but to themselves. Marc-Andre Fleury is a big one. We'll get to that in a moment because there is so much to be said about Marc-Andre Fleury. But guys like Jake McCabe, when he would make a mistake, he'd kind of get on himself. Jonathan Taves, too. And uh, we're going to be talking a lot about Jonathan Taves in just a little bit. But those guys uh, almost seem like, yeah, they needed to maybe prove something to themselves. The Marc-Andre Fleury situation is just was very intriguing when it all went down, but this is still a guy that wants to play in Chicago. He wants to play at least another season in the NHL. And nobody expects Marc-Andre Fleury to prove himself to anyone, but we're starting to realize that Marc-Andre Fleury is somewhat a perfectionist and just a real competitive person, and that is definitely showing up on the ice. Jake McCabe is a guy that's coming off a pretty big knee injury. In fact, during some conditioning drills, you actually saw him uh, when the rest of the team, the rest of his group was resting their upper body on their stick on their knees after you know basically doing sprinting drills on the ice Jake McCabe would actually circle and and slowly skate around I think kind of to just stretch that leg or or keep it loose um, so again a new team coming off an injury you might feel like he feels a, a little bit more pressure to really prove himself which brings us to Jonathan Taves Jonathan Taves is now starting a training camp for the first time since 2019. And after going through what he went through in 2020, and it seems like he still is not entirely sure of what his body is capable of. That's why he hasn't been able to declare whether or not he's going to play on opening day. That's why the Blackhawks haven't made that statement one way or the other. And honestly, I don't think that Jonathan Taves or the Blackhawks know the answer to that question. I don't think they're being naive to the media or anything like that. I think it's just a situation they're trying to approach as best as they can, as patiently as they can, and Jonathan Taves is going to do everything he possibly can. Here's his statement on playing opening day. Yeah, that, that's my goal, but I think I just have to keep being patient. And you know, I think there's things that you can learn as far as how I approach the game when you're not firing on all cylinders and the conditioning is not quite there yet. You know, that's my plan. I love to, and uh, but I'm focus on tomorrow for now. So conditioning not quite being there yet. I think that's huge to know that Taves pointed that out on his own. Taves looked gassed the first couple of games, but I say gassed, I don't mean out of place. He looks tired, but he even said he's dog-tired, but that's a good thing. 
it was hard for everybody, but uh, yeah, it wasn't easy. But I mean, at the same time, feels feels really good to be back, and um, it's a brand new group in so many ways. So it's it's a fresh start uh, for the other guys, but for for me especially. Taves mentioned that even though he feels dog tired, he knows he's not going to be rested up on the couch for the next three days, and he sees that as a huge improvement. Jonathan Taves is a guy that's worked his tail off day in and day out before his NHL career, at the beginning of his hockey career. I think everybody knows this. So the fact that his body wasn't keeping up with his ambition and that kind of affected his emotional toll and his mental toll, that's huge for a guy that only knows how to succeed and only knows how to give 100% at all times. So I think the status of Jonathan Taves right now is he's doing everything that he can to be the Jonathan Taves that we know heading into opening day. Whether the Blackhawks get that or not, that remains to be seen. Let's talk about Marc-Andre Fleury. It's been a lot of fun to watch him these first three days of training camp. He is one of the most competitive people I've ever seen in my life. And not so much just that he wants to win, but he gets very, very frustrated when he doesn't succeed in practice. And we are talking day one of practice. In fact, Patrick Kane already knows how to push Marc-Andre Fleury's buttons. Even more so just being like competitive in practice. I think we both enjoy that, whether you know, I score on him on a shot and you know, I might say something to him or vice versa. So. so day two of training camp, Patrick Kane scores on Marc-Andre Fleury. Marc-Andre Fleury flings that puck against the glass in frustration. Yeah, that one time. He made, <laughs> he made sure to celebrate, too. Oh, well, that's good. I like that, though. I like it. I think, it's, I think it will make me better, right? And hopefully I can help him you know, keep working on his things and what he wants to, to do to score goals. And if we can push each other, then it's going to help us out. And when I save him, then I'll let him know, too. It's honestly been a lot of fun. Day three of training camp, Jonathan Taves scored against Fleury. And then I want to say Alex Dabrinkit, but I can't remember entirely. But either way, Fleury once again slammed the puck, this time into the back of the net. Then he slammed his stick on top of the net. And then when he was scored on again, he picked up the puck, dropped it, and booted it into the netting. This is a guy that only wants to succeed in practice. And again, kind of going back to the competition thing, um, everyone is only saying that this is a positive thing to have somebody so competitive between the pipes because then the forwards just want to score on him even more. And I think Jeremy Colleton actually put it best. Yeah, he doesn't like getting scored on, you know, and that's I think that's contagious. And, and when you don't like getting scored on, the guys know it well. You guys have siblings? Like, right? It makes you want to score even more. And it's the same thing when Kaner celebrates when he scores. Like, then that the goalies don't want to let him score. It's just, that, and that's, that's healthy. So it's kind of fun to see that with all this training camp going on, all the drills, all the scrimmages, there's also just smaller things happening within this team that should be for the overall good of it. I do think it's going to be a very fun year. Uh, some other things I wanted to point out. There's been a lot of positive things talked about Lucas Reichel. Stan Bowman mentioned it day one. Uh, Jeremy Colleton said he's been so impressed with how he's able to improve every day and just pretty much from when the Blackhawks played Ice Baron in Berlin a couple of years ago to when Reichel was drafted to playing in the prospect game. He just seems like a guy that is making a lot of gradual improvements. And Jeremy Colleton even brought up the comparison of he and Kirby Doc in that essence. So I think that's a very promising thing. Uh, leadership has been talked about a lot. 
Remember, this is the first time since, what, 2005, 2006, that the Blackhawks are entering a season without Brent Seabrook or Duncan Keith. And those are two big leaders in the dressing room. Uh, Jonathan Taves, Patrick Kane, they are both expecting some other guys to maybe take a step up. Uh, Patrick Kane brought up the names of DeBrinkett, Murphy, and even Kirby Dock to make that next step. So those are some of the things I've noticed from training camp. I don't want to make this about me, uh, but again, I'm new to this position. I'm incredibly humbled to have this position. I've been covering the Blackhawks for the past five years up in the radio booth with John Weideman and Troy Murray. Uh, had the luxury of working with Judd Surratt, then Chris Bowden, and now, uh, again, very, very excited to have this role as the pre- and post-host with the Hawks. We're also going to have a weekly show on WGN Radio called Blackhawks Live 720. That'll be every Monday night. That show had started last year. We're bringing that back. And I do plan on having a podcast presence here on WGN Radio. I don't want to go into the long-form podcast. I want to provide listeners an opportunity to listen to something quick if they need to. Uh, I plan on having a lot of sound, a, a lot of highlights, things that we have the capability of sharing with you through WGN Radio. I want to utilize that. I also want to hear from you. Please tweet me at Joe underscore brand one. Tweet us on WGN Radio, the WGN Radio sports Twitter account as well. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us what you like about the podcast, about the show, about the broadcast, and what you don't like. We're always looking to improve. Speaking of Troy Murray, I do want to bring up one last thing. A big shout out to one of our super fans, Katrina, who has done just the gracious act of making these amazing wristbands. They're red. They say Team Murray with number 19, a couple of hockey sticks. A very nice touch. Obviously, we're all backing up Troy Murray as he goes through his battle with cancer. A quick personal note. Again, just working with the Hawks or covering the Hawks for the past five years, Troy Murray has been an unbelievable person just to grow up watching as a Blackhawks fan, but then to actually get to meet him. One of the fun things about Troy is he likes to keep things so lighthearted in the radio booth. He's always pulling pranks, and that's kind of when you know you're in with Troy Murray when he pulls a prank on you. All he did was steal one of my pens that I work on my tablet with, and he kept kind of giving a side up to the crow's nest of the radio booth until I noticed and just waited to see my reaction and see what I wanted to say. Very little thing, but it it was just very cool to feel, huh, Troy Murray pulled a prank on me. I I must be okay in his book. Uh, Obviously, we're constantly thinking of Troy Murray, just an utmost professional, uh, such a good person, obviously a great hockey mind, but just a complete human being as well. So we'll be backing him up all season long we're thinking of you, Troy, and we're going to actually end with this, uh, something that Patrick Kane had to say about Troy Murray before he took the podium day two of training camp. Again, I'm Joe Brand. Stay tuned to WGNRadio.com slash Blackhawks for more content like this. Really excited to share the Blackhawks with you through WGN Radio. Let's send it to Patrick Kane. just want to say it's good to see all you guys in person. Um, <laughs> obviously, uh, you know, it's... Uh, been a weird year with everything and uh, good to have all you guys back but um obviously we're missing one important guy in troy murray so um just want to say i'm thinking about you troy and uh um you know hopefully we'll see you back soon